The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Carl David is with us today, who's a suicide prevention advocate. How are you today, first of all? I'm well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, I'm doing great today. Now, can you just give us some information about the statistics of suicide? How prevalent is it in today's world? Um, it's actually gotten to be an epidemic. Uh, more than a million people worldwide take their life every year. And that doesn't count the attempts, which are 20 times greater than that. Wow. So, And all those that are unreported as well. Um, they're, in America alone, there are about forty to 50,000 a year. And now with these COVID cases of isolation and restrictions, uh, depression is on a rise and the instance of this horrible act has accelerated uh, tremendously. Yeah. And is there any evidence yet for COVID having a direct cause on suicide? Because there's been some statistics floating about that are kind of made up. So I'm wondering if maybe it's different in America, but so far I don't think I've heard anything about COVID directly affecting that. Well, I know that there are uh, resultant suicides of high school kids uh, because of their disassociation and the effect of that. So in part, you know, homeschool learning rather than being with their peers um, has had an effect. Mm. Can I say, you know, it's definitively certified? No, I don't know that for sure, but it's certainly plausible. Yeah. And it wouldn't be surprising if it's the case because it's been one of the worst years for people's mental health, hasn't it? It sure has been. And uh, hopefully we're on the tail end of it and things will start to become somewhat normal again. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that the attempts are 20 times greater than the actual instances. So that suggests to me that most suicide attempts aren't successful. Uh, Thankfully, that is true. But unfortunately, there still are the successes which need to be dealt with. And, you know, you've got a combination of factors that influence this. You've got depression, you've got drug usage. Um, and a myriad of other things like peer pressure that these kids in high school are bullied 24-7 because of the access to everyone. And, you know, there are a lot of contributing factors 
So it's it's a difficult situation. Yeah. And what are the things that people should be looking out for if somebody they know might be about to try and commit suicide? Are there any warning signs? There are. And, uh, you know, the obvious one when someone talks about killing themselves uh, or if they've dropped out of society and they've just lost interest in all of their friendships yeah. and their activities. Um, sometimes people leave a note. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. But there, there are things like that that, when the behavioral uh, aspect, there's a sudden shift in someone's behavior and it's, it's kind of misunderstood uh, and sometimes it's ignored. Yeah, and I guess it can be quite hard because a lot of the time when you hear about suicides, it's always they never noticed anything. But then when you look back retrospectively, it was kind of obvious, but I guess you wouldn't really think about it unless you were already worried. Right. And, and in our particular case, when I lost my brother, I was 16, he was 22. Yeah. Um, we had no note, no clue, no um, instance of, of being able to see something at all before, during or after. Yeah. So sometimes it's just a complete anomaly and it just happens. And you don't know why, because you don't know what's going on in someone's head where they're suffering some kind of eternal stress or distress that they don't speak about. Mm. So I take it the suicide of your brother was why you started to be passionate about this then? That is correct. That's something that I hadn't really seen too often, but when it hit home in our family, um, it really thrust it into a, a darkness uh, for years, which took a lot of therapy to get through. And it's something that you don't ever get over. Yeah. You only learn to live with it as best you can. So yes, that was the impetus for me to become aware and to do something about it. It was almost like I was placed in this position where I needed to pay it forward and do something preventive for someone else, or at least to help another family who's been through it. Yeah. And is it quite rewarding work to do this? Because I know it's a very bleak thing, suicide, but trying to prevent it, I guess you are doing some good in the world. So do you feel good about what you're doing? I do feel good about what I'm doing. It's painful. It brings up my past every time I for instance, when I do a radio interview or a television interview or a journal interview, it just reawakens all of the trauma. But I feel like it's something that I have to do. I'm on a path to take my darkest days and doing something with them to benefit others. So, yes, in that sense, it's rewarding. It's difficult. It's not. Um, there's no aspect of pleasure except when you know that you may have reached someone to help them to choose to live rather than to choose to die. Yeah, absolutely. And with the rise of social media, do you think that that has had such a big negative effect on suicides? Because a lot of the time, these days, it always seems to be Instagram has somehow caused this teenage suicide. I don't know if that causes the majority of them, but it certainly seems to have increased a lot of deaths. Well, it does. And the social media today gives um, the availability of evil minds to attack victims that way and to influence them, daring them to do something like that, telling them how worthless they are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's another form of predatory um, action that it takes people's lives because some of these kids are so desperate or so uh, separated socially that they're vulnerable to this kind of um, predatory attack and yes it's had a dramatic effect because it's 24 7 it's relentless and it's just out there yeah 
absolutely and what should somebody do if their friend or family member anyone that they care about is showing these signs and suicidal tendencies how should they help them well they should definitely say something you know if someone says i'm going to kill myself and it's in jest it's not funny and they really need to be questioned as to are you serious is there something going on can i help you and if they clam up or they won't talk or you see something this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Like that, where someone's dropping out of their social graces and their their interests, and they're just becoming reclusive. Um, you need to be aggressive and at least be assertive and reach out to one of their family members if they won't respond. And if that won't happen, then you need to reach out to an authority, whether it's a, a, a police um, official or if it's a hospital or a doctor, someone to alert someone. And the worst you can do is look a little bit overzealous in this case and embarrass someone. But you might also save their life, which is the best thing that you could do. Be doing nothing and being reticent about it um, is absolutely out of the question. You have to do something. Yeah, absolutely. And they need to know that whatever it is that's making them feel this way, it can be fixed. And it's important not to judge them as well, I suppose. Exactly. Uh, it, it's horrible to judge someone 
who's speaking about that or talking about taking their life or yeah. walking around and say, you know, you can't feel that way. You're not allowed to feel that way. You know, buck yeah. up. You know, you've got to you got to wake up and you got to be happy. Well, you know, life doesn't work like that. And that only pushes someone over the edge where they're feeling, feeling that they're judged. And you dare not judge someone who has already taken their life uh, by besmirching their reputation and criticizing them for it, because you have no idea what's going on in someone's mind. Mm. You have no right to judge anyone else, um, no matter what. And judgment for suicide is just, uh uh-uh, you don't do that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think over the last few years, there's been a little bit more concentration, particularly about men, about them showing their feelings, because I think men in particular have an issue with dealing with their emotions so what's your take on that? How do you feel that we have come in terms of expressing ourselves and letting our emotions out instead of keeping them all in? Well, I think we've come a long way. Um, I think the idea of the emotional body running, the physical body has been made aware and is much more acceptable than it used to be. I mean, when we were kids growing up, you know, yeah, guys didn't cry. We were tough. We were stoic. We were the, you know, the impenetrable heroes um, whose feelings were there, but they weren't to be exposed. And, you know, I personally didn't grow up in a house like that, fortunately. Mm. However, I know a lot of people did, and that, that has changed. Um, thank God that's changed because now everyone's feelings are allowed to be vented and acknowledged. And that, that's a really good thing because when you don't do that, you explode. Yeah. And a weird thing that I've thought about recently is I remember, you know, whenever I was a kid and I cried about something, everyone would always be like, oh, stop crying. And that happens to boys and girls equally, I'd think. So it's interesting that the boys grow up to not cry and the girls kind of still do when they need to. That's true. I mean, it was always more slanted um, that the feelings of males were, it was just expected that you would just do what you're supposed to do and, and yeah. not have feelings about it. And if you failed, well, you failed, mm. you know, good for you. But however, failure is actually another step of learning. And if you take that failure as an experience, an example to move forward with, that's great. But again, to be criticized for it, you know, for failing is not a good thing, you know, and, and it, it causes problems later in life. Yeah. And how do you feel the treatment for mental health issues is? Because a lot of the time, well, particularly in the UK, because we have public health care, the NHS don't really have a big budget to give you therapy and stuff, so they just kind of put you on antidepressants. Do you feel like we should be investing in proper mental health treatment like therapy and having a counsellor rather than just putting people on medication that in some cases can actually make it worse? Absolutely. I think that the, the fact that therapy is available, and I think that's a viable means of helping people with mental issues, whether it's depression or it's a chemical imbalance, psychosis, uh, sociopathic behavior, whatever. I mean, I think therapy is vital. And I think that instead of pushing pills, which as you say correctly, can make other problems. I mean, you know, you deal with one health situation with medicine that can oftentimes cause a secondary reaction to that medicine or cause another problem. So yeah, definitely. I mean, the computer, which is our brain needs help. And it needs to be out there so that it's available for everybody. If you look at the veterans, the veterans hospitals used to just push bills until the greater awareness, like, hey, that doesn't work. Um, we need to talk to someone with PTSD and all that. 
And um, yeah, yeah, that is definitely the right path. Yeah. And is it true that one of the side effects of antidepressants is suicidal tendencies? Yes, absolutely. That can definitely be a byproduct of that medicine. Yeah, which is quite remarkable, really. But I think as time goes on, more politicians seem to be pushing for better mental health treatment. I think you're right. And I think that is definitely the right avenue um, mental health helps physical health and you can't just do that with medicines you really need people need to talk they need to be you know they need to vent people who have uh, PTSD symptoms from fog of war and whatnot um, and especially law enforcement people um, they're victim to this all the time and they need to be able to talk to someone and have an avenue where they can actually express their feelings and deal with this because they have this continuum of a nightmare they live with. And unfortunately, suicide among law enforcement officials has gotten to be way out of hand, as well as the military. Wow, that's quite remarkable stuff. Well, if we're interested in keeping up to date with you and checking out all the work that you do, where are we able to do that? Well, I'm rebuilding my website, which is carledavid.com. Uh, but at the moment, my email is carledavid at gmail.com. And uh, I'm out there. If you do a search, my book, Baderfield, How My Family Survived Suicide, is, is listed in about 60 different markets, both digitally and in bookstores um, when it's available. But it's a great read. And I'm not pushing the book. I'm using it as a tool yeah. to help raise awareness to this this epidemic uh, of suicide. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today, then. It's been great to talk to you. Thank you. My pleasure. And I, I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, just let your listeners know that there is help out there. They're not alone and that they're loved. So suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah, it's a great way of putting it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sun